0: Crosstalk. The unintentional transfer of signals between communication channels. A casual conversation. World. this is video game crosstalk episode 025 the monthly podcast of gamers talking about tech science and whatever else comes to mind i'm your host anthony rossi and with me this episode is host from stories from a bar podcast chris Yay, osborne oh so this is kind of like take two this is this is or part
1: two part two of part one Uh, of the the stories from a bar episode we just recorded like father's day themed
0: yes the father's day episode of stories from a bar which the recording just concluded less than five minutes ago yes just Uh, enough time let me put it this way if you're into dad jokes you're gonna wanna check that out it is gonna be fantastic what episode number is this it's only episode four okay so episode four of stories from a bar and really quick what's your uh socials uh oh yes
1: hit the Uh, socials yes you can find stories from a bar certainly on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at stories f a b fab stories fab stories fab, which I did not even take into consideration. When I, I just <laughs> I wasn't I didn't I wasn't even thinking that when I came up with the
0: yeah when you follow me on that it. I'm looking I'm like stories what the hell
1: oh from a bar that there worked is. out so perfectly <laughs> but,
0: fabulous uh, stories yes. from a bar
1: and you can of course follow myself on Facebook or Twitter at cs osborne. 83 uh, that's, that's it. I don't have an actual website, so f- certainly go Work. check out the Twitter and Facebook..: yeah.
0: All right, so episode zero two, five. We are doing a special edition podcast right now, okay. being that E3 just concluded. It did this week. I was super pumped up for it. All sorts of fun stuff.: I, was, I w- wasn't disappointed.: Excellent. I have all kinds of handwritten notes here. (laughs) And I've got, like, an entire Word document in front of me right now. So, uh, like I said, this is a special edition podcast, kind of like what I did for N7 Day back when, you know, I cared about Mass Effect. (laughs) (laughs) See, I never played Mass Effect, so it didn't bother me either way. Oh, man. I got to
1: enjoy the stories of listening to you and another co-worker who was less enthused about the last Mass Effect game. It's like, it's literally just pictures... And a book on the screen.
0: <laughs> it's so, so infuriating. So, again, we're doing a little something like that. Which so, they're
1: supposed to be, just be picking that up in what, novel form? is that? Right, like, yeah, yeah. They're,
0: in novels and other forms that are not DLC expansions <laughs> yeah. or continuation of this. So the I, don't, I
1: don't really see myself getting too into it.
0: No, nah, there's... Not there's, that
1: I'm against reading. Let me put that out there. Well, sure. Because that's how that sounded,
0: I think. <laughs> but again, what we're here for right now is to go over... Uh, e3 and everything that came out and once again the audio quality this time it's not because i jacked anything up it is <laughs> i'm hoping i have any I don't have any i guess you'll find out once we're nope, done. no we're good audacity's selling me microphone blue snowball okay so we're actually getting it from the actual microphone this time around we're doing a uh, on location and we are at fort orange brewery or brewing at uh, in albany new york we are in albany So, like I said, we just got done recording a "Stories from a bar episode, so clearly we had to be at a bar. Yes, and this place is delightful. It's got the nice
1: warehouse brewery feel. There's Uh, a lot of breweries popping up around here. There is, Albany's really becoming a hotbed for it, and what's cool is they're all putting out quality products. They, they really are.
0: None of them are... This is good stuff. I'm none drinking, of them are going out of business. <laughs> right now I'm drinking Whistleblower, their red IPA. I went with the Pearl Street IPA, which is actually the favorite, my favorite that I've had here. Uh, Pearl Street being one of the main streets in downtown Albany. Yes,
1: this place is actually... All the names for their beers and the actual brewery itself is
0: inspired by Albany landmarks mm. and things. <laughs> yes, things. <laughs> <laughs> things and such. Yes. So, uh, getting back to it... E three, just E3. Complete, completed several days worth of announcements and trailers and previews and gameplays and all sorts of fun stuff. So let's get this party started. What are we starting with? The short list. Okay. EA Play. Ooh, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I did not watch it. I you know, I had no interest. I forgot it was even on. You know, I did watch the EA. But I skipped over everything that was, like, EA Sports. I was just going to say... Which is, like, half of it.
1: I was just going to say, enlighten me. Was there anything that was not a sports
0: game? Yes. That I should be aware of. Three. Three three little items. Unravel 2.
1: I saw the name.
0: What was it? Okay, so Unravel is this very cute, very imaginative, very uh, beautiful, actually. It was a one-player game. Side-scroller. You traveled around as this little doll of yarn but you could use your yarn as like a rope and lasso oh okay so okay. it's a yep. side scrolling puzzler yep yep well, now no, I, re- yep. I remember and now it's two player okay and it looks it looks fantastic uh, very well done puzzles yep you need two people to work uh, coordinatingly nice and such have, yeah you need I always enjoy seeing a good co-op game couch co-op yeah. is something that seems to be coming back yeah there's been a few others we'll get to another one that advertised three player couch co-op later on okay so, Unravel 2, Sea of Solitude. Sea of Solitude, I saw. Is another indie title, which looks interesting. It's, it's, it's just weird to think of EA and indie titles together. Yeah, well, they're, it, they're doing what every large company does, and that's buying up the smaller studios uh, and or okay. companies. Because they can't come up with original
1: ideas themselves.
0: Well, them. there's 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 advantages. Ooh. I know.
1: Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Well, with EA's indie- moneymaker is always going to be FIFA and Madden. Oh, good God, anyway, God so yes. They, they have money to blow on.
0: That and uh, Battlefront, the Star Wars PvP games. Okay, yeah. So those are just going to print money for them. And with these indie studios... Must be nice. Yeah, I know. With the indie studios, the indie studios will take more risks. They'll explore more artistic directions. And they'll come up with purely original content. But when they are acquired by larger companies, which... The intent is they now have access to the resources that are afforded to them by the larger company, such as Microsoft or EA, which they clearly have plenty of resources. Yes. The hope is don't screw it up. <laughs> don't acquire a smaller studio or smaller company, then introduce multiple layers of bureaucracy to the point where it becomes ineffectual. Yep. that is what you need to do yeah so the two of them unravel 2 and sea of solitude look okay really cool uh really interesting uh story driven games and of course their main push right now is the replacement for mass effect and that's anthem anthem yes this looks like a beautiful deep amazing game that i absolutely will not be playing <laughs> <laughs> and I need and why? To, uh, because of time. Oh yeah, it really is. There are a few games in here where I'm going to give like the same review for where these things look amazing. They look awesome. I'm playing Destiny well, right you,
1: now. Yep, yep, you have a one and a half year old at home, so
0: that's the thing.
1: I have two dogs which take up an annoying amount of time, but <laughs> you think I love that's them annoying? all the same. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure nothing like an actual small human.
0: Yeah, making sure he doesn't. Poke stuff into electrical outlets and. You don't just give him a fork and say, go play. No, and you know, he likes to pet. Th- Today, oh, here's your daily, oh. He gave one of our dogs a hug. <laughs> Did the dog allow it? Yes. Okay. Because it was Kinsey, not uh, uh, Sophie. Kinsey
1: allowed it. Which is the one that drooled all over me when I was. That there. was probably Sophie. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> Kinsey is the one that's aggressively affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term. Isn't it a great term? In the wrong scenario, that's arrestable. <laughs> So Anthem is going to be awesome. Uh, they it does, it certainly day. looks cool. Yeah. So you play as like a single pilot, but you have access to multiple mech suits that yep. are called javelins. And they revealed a little bit more of what the gameplay is going to look like. A little bit more of the plot and the the villain. Yep. The antagonist or the Anthem of Life or something yeah, like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to I'm going to have to go back great. and re- I'm going to end up rewatching a bunch of these, I'm sure. Yeah. But the thing is, there's a bunch of different, and this can go for like the entirety of E3 and just the games seen right now, is there are a lot of shared world stuff that's coming out. That's a lot
1: of, that's the main focus for a lot of companies. Well, yeah. it's a moneymaker. If you do it right, it can which, be your cash cow. Which,
0: again, Destiny did so goddamn well. They really did. They brought an MMO-style game. It's a little loud because yeah, we wait. are in a warehouse area. Again, we are on location. We're going to leave that in because yeah. this is what happens. Motorcycles
1: <laughs> go by. Motorcycles are out in the world. They're real things. Right, you got to lo- deal with them. Look at that. Yeah, the waveform. You can form. see the waveform. <laughs> um, Anthony's really going to test his audacity ability with yeah, this one.
0: right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But... Basically, Destiny did it so well, and they were able to bring a first-person shooter, casual MMO into existence, and they make it work. So that's where Anthem is at right now. They're, I don't want to say they're following on the coattails of, but between that and a few others, which we will probably be discussing later on, oh, yes. it, it seems to be a, the next push, between that and Battle Royale games. Yeah, the Battle
1: Royale thing is blowing up, and honestly, I hate it. Nice. I uh, have no interest... Well, I hate the strong word. I just don't have interest in it.
0: Likewise, because I'm more of a very deep lore dive yeah. into whatever the game is. Like, a single-player experience. That's just the way I game. So the idea of something that is completely PvP. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm
1: more of a single-player guy. Mm, and I don't...
0: I mean, I get it. I don't have a lot of games that
1: have the option to team up with parties and stuff, mm-hmm. honestly. Because it's just not... doesn't float my boat. Man, it's just your thing. Not that I'm not... Not that I, of course, don't think they don't look cool. Yeah, you should probably look into some of the
0: indie titles. Uh, we'll talk Well, we'll talk about Bethesda okay. in a little bit. Okay. Actually, Bethesda's next on my list. Oh, okay. So Perfectly. there you go. <laughs> Perfect timing. I did not see this list. I was okay, so putting that out I got, I got my little list over here. Tell you what. I'm going to blow this up a little bit. Boom. And... and I mentioned
1: Bethesda mainly because of what was their focus point, Fallout 76. Yes. I, I've not played a Fallout game. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know... I'm like, well, yeah, they look all right. Never really caught my appeal enough to try them. But for some reason, Fallout 76, after watching the conference, I'm like, Really? yeah, caught my attention. I thought that could be fun.
0: It's Fallout is one of those games. And of games, course, it's their first multiplayer version of it, really. Yes, it is definitely their first multiplayer version of it. Uh, they have been getting a lot of practice with their MMOs with Elder Scrolls Online. So it just kind of makes sense that they take their other. Speaking of cash cows. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey. Uh, Which, by the way, during the Bethesda conference, they had um, Keegan Key? Keegan Michael Key. There it is. Yes. Where he did his little mock advertisement where we have Skyrim on every platform. That was hilarious. Including the Samsung... Alexa. It was Amazon's Alexa. Alexa. They also had the Motorola Pager, the Samsung Smart Refrigerator. The refrigerator <laughs> one cracked me up. A day. It was
1: a good way to end it when the ice drops. It's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But that Alexa thing was is a real
0: thing. Oh yeah. And
1: I don't have an Alexa to try it,
0: but, but. I'm. <laughs> so anyway, the Bethesda. Uh, some of the things that I have here: Doom Eternal,
1: and I didn't play the first Doom. But I, the I last... would love
0: I would love to play Doom VR. Oh my god.
1: I don't have a VR though.
0: Yeah, it was a. Doom VFR, because of course you know, it's Doom, so you gotta drop the F-bomb in the middle of everything. Here's
1: a marketing idea for Bethesda when they come out with Doom Eternal. Package it with a package of underwear. <laughs> when they do a VR version, I think yeah. it should come with one or two clean
0: pairs. <laughs> just because. Uh, yeah, just because of <laughs> boxers, briefs. Do multiple different versions of version or, with briefs or like a redeemable like coupon or something to <laughs> re- to like, to, send, to send it to like percent Haines off or fruit of your room. next package of pains <laughs> It's all you Bethesda it's
1: uh, all you <laughs> It's been a rough week I did try to switch to boxer briefs this week <laughs> totally aside it was a little too little too tight in the grundle area I didn't care for it okay. So now I'm back to regular boxers so all right, that's so, out of nowhere So let's do
0: eternal part. apparently um Uh, Another big one, again, Fallout 76. So what do you want to say about Fallout 76? I, I don't, it's the first one I've seen,
1: not that I know the games have always been rated highly, Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know, something about it just intrigued me more than previous ones. Interesting. Uh, First off, I'm still singing the freaking John Denver song that they had in the West Virginia, Mm -hmm. Uh, the idea of finding nuclear codes and blowing stuff
0: up. Yeah that's a that's a beautiful and fitting twist that they put into the game let me put it like the highest highest compliment i think i can give a game
1: when i'm watching previews for sequels is like that looks so fantastic i want to go back and play the others or look Mm. into downloading them. and after i watched that i went back to see if fallout 4 was on sale no it's just not on sale it's not on sale at the moment but i'm sure for sale but not on sale and i'm sure it will be at some point again. Yeah, When
0: yeah, I, I pre-ordered Fallout 4 and I actually got a copy or a download code for Fallout 3 for that. Have you used that? Because I'll be happy to use that. Uh, okay, two things. <laughs> First, I played the crap out of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Loved them both. Other things, for the Xbox. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to help me. So, but Fallout 76 is going to be... Besides it, the fact that they said it's four
1: times the size of Fallout Four, which is freaking huge, which exactly I haven't played, but I, I have it's heard you talk game. about yeah. it. I've played other Bethesda games and been mm-hmm. like, I can't believe I yeah. haven't discovered everything. But just listening to you talk about Fallout Four, I'm like, I
0: already knew it was large. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- yeah, Fallout is and Fallout is one of those games where you can do the deep lore dives into because there's so much going on. Between all the vaults and all the the characters, and if you actually get into proper conversations with the NPCs, you can find out stuff that it's more than just superficial. Uh, yes. Whatever their gimmick is, there's definitely more going on the deeper you go into the conversations. Yeah. So Fallout 6 was definitely a big announcement. Uh, <clears throat> Fallout Shelter is coming to the Switch, which uh, I have a Switch. You do not. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, I love the Switch. Good. N- let me put it, I mean, Nintendo's really turned the company around from okay. the Wii U, for sure. Yeah,
0: that was total disaster. But it's, that doesn't need to be expounded
1: enough. Uh, clearly, they've started putting out more indie games, more of giving people options. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, except for, of course, an eShop. Well, <laughs> which I'm sure uh, no one's told them that yet. Yeah. I'm sure it's been completely well, silent on the. Yeah, the I'm answer. sure
1: they have no idea that people are unhappy about that. But, uh, yeah, I love the Switch. Uh, I haven't checked out the shelter, though, but it's something I'm going to look into. For one
0: thing, it's free. Well, yeah, start with that. Yeah. They also said it was coming to the PS4, though. Yes. I played it on mobile for a while. Okay. It's it's fun. It's basically a vault simulator. Yeah. Uh, You build different rooms and such in this underground vault, and you send people out on quests, and they keep adding more and more to it. So I haven't played it in, like, a year or so, but, I mean, it came out several years ago. I didn't realize how long it had been out, yeah. Is it several years ago? It's been a few years. My mind's a blur with a one year old. So. <laughs> and the three beers. Yeah, and, well, there's that too. But I remember the E3 that they announced it. They announced it by saying, yes, we have this game. It's on mobile. You create your own vault, and it's available now. Yep. So, Fall of Shelter coming to Switch. A few Elder Scrolls announcements. But first, uh, Starfield. Which.
1: Does anybody know anything about this game other than
0: the 20-second clip they space clip they had? I know zero about yeah, this me game. Too. But I guess that's the point of teasers. It, I, I can't argue with that. They yeah. said it was
1: their first officially oh, yeah, new yeah, yeah. franchise in 25 years. Which is a long time. Which is mind-boggling, considering yeah. the amount of games they come out with. Continuously. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's basically just like a space-long pan, I guess I'll call it. I was certainly intrigued oh yeah definitely intrigued and if it's Bethesda's got quite the reputation for quality I have not played any of their games I don't thoroughly enjoy right and to wrap up their E3 presser they came out with one additional teaser super excited Elder Scrolls 6 I
1: was super excited until I read the follow-up headlines saying they're not even really in production on it yet. It's more planning. And, yeah. yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, so it's going to be another 10 years. <laughs> Give or take. Because if you watch the 20-second preview, it's the footage is, almost looks just like a helicopter holding a camera. Basically, it looks like documentary. It looks yeah. docu- like documentary super footage. Clear documentary footage. And,
0: and then it just says Elder Scrolls 6.
1: I was honestly, I was sure they were going to announce a remake of Skyrim for PlayStation Five before, or something like <laughs> before they announced that. And I mean, if you think about it, you don't want to come out. I guess if you're them, you can't come out with that too early because then you're cannibalizing your own market.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, Elder then,
1: Scrolls Online is still a cash cow for them. They're still coming out with DLC for it. Yeah. They, I mean, what did they announce for it? They announced something. Uh, a
0: Summer and Wolf Hunter. Yes. So they keep coming out with more content for. Elder Scrolls Online, and yeah, if you got people who are huge fans of the Elder Scrolls series and you have this persistent world going on, if you release additional Elder Scrolls content, you're, you're cannibalizing your own audience. Which, from a business standpoint, it makes sense not to release anything new. And from someone that doesn't play Elder Scrolls Online, I just want
1: freaking Elder Scrolls 6.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's not going to be a complete cannibalization, but you're definitely... It's hard to, it's hard to find that balance. Yeah, there's definitely going to be overlap.
1: Uh, One of the jokes I thoroughly enjoyed from the Bethesda conference is when... I don't remember his name, of course. Probably Todd Howard. Yeah. uh, No, it wasn't even Todd. It was the guy that came out and started the conference making the joke about Walmart Canada.
0: (laughs) Because Walmart can't keep a secret. Walmart can't keep a secret.
1: When they accidentally put up the pre-order info for Rage 2 too early.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Why is that not in my notes? Ooh, look at this. I was more prepared than you were. Oh my God. I... <sighs> Moving on, <laughs> Pray 2, or excuse me, Rage 2, I'm looking at my other notes. Rage rage 2, 2 with the intro song by Andrew W.K. Yes, which the world needs more Andrew W.K.s it out there. It
1: really does. He's a great guy.
0: His latest album is really good.
1: And for anyone who doesn't know, he does the voice, if you watch the trailer for it, there's part, or like trailer within a, com- a commercial within the trailer where they put that little.
0: You like uh, in the head, head yeah.
1: singing guy on the wall kind of like one of those singing fish that you would walk by and one mm-hmm. to describe. Andrew WK does the
0: voice for that that's why he's there that that is so great when you're able to do things like that as a celebrity but Rage 2 just looks like absolute it looks chaos. like carnage yeah it is just pure carnage and honestly I don't know anything about a Rage 1 oh that came out a while ago oh so- fun, fun fact here Rage one came out around the same time as the first Borderlands. Oh wow, it's that old. That old. And Gearbox software actually changed the art style of Borderlands to the cell shading that it is today because the two worlds were very similar. The post-apocalyptic Mad yep. Max kind of thing. So they if you find an old trailer for Borderlands. The aesthetic looks very similar to rage and they actually made the decision to switch it up to the cell shading that is now the hallmark if you will of the Borderlands series and i learned about this a few years back at one of the albany comic cons and i was talking uh, vicarious visions actually had a a table there and I was talking to him about that and said yeah if you look it up go, go check it out it was a uh, business decision to switch up the art style okay and if you if you're able to find it they are on YouTube but the art style and aesthetic of Borderlands originally was very similar to the realism of Rage I did not know that no we'll tip it for you there Yes. so thank you for bringing that up Damn, my hey. notes are terrible hey it's your podcast that's, but I'll do the work that's fine <laughs> <laughs> alright moving on to Ubisoft so clearly, they do. They're coming out with another Just Dance game because, of course, they are. I,
1: I, I did not watch a lot of most of these conferences live. I went back and rewatched them. Oh, d- and likewise. I, of coo- that was but. one of the parts I skipped over. <laughs> I just keep hitting the fast forward button to get something interesting.
0: Yeah, it's—they're uh, coming out with a Just Dance game. That's all you need to know. That's what Ubisoft does. Right. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil Two. Uh, you
1: remember how a few minutes ago I said the biggest compliment I can give a game is it makes me want to go back and play, check out the old one? Indeed. I want to do that with Good and Beyond Good and Evil now. Likewise. And I, I went back to look forward in the PlayStation, to PlayStation Store, and I actually did not see it. I wouldn't be surprised because some of the images that I found on it, this game came out a while ago. I knew it was not, certainly wasn't
0: a recent game. Right. By recent, I mean within the last five years. Mm, I did strike to find like a summary of Good and Evil, and I was able to find some of the videos where what some people will do they'll play the game record their entire playthrough and then splice together all the cinematics mm-hmm. into like a single movie okay. so I was able to find that yes so but, uh, what was another cool aspect they were doing with
1: Beyond Good and Evil 2 was they were teaming up with Joseph Gordon Lovett and his yes company. they've got a
0: few celebrity collaborations going on
1: uh, letting fans actually create different types of art basically to be incorporated in the game
0: Yeah. That looks awesome.
1: I'm like, as a fan of a game, you can't be more pumped up for
0: something. No, you really can't. Uh, BioWare has done that with Dragon Age and Mass Effect, where they had a little contest where, uh, here's a script. Uh, Let's see if you can voice one of the uh, passerby NPCs. Ooh, I'd love to be a voice. Yeah, just... Like, here's a short script, send it in, and then if you win their contest, you get shipped out to one of their recording studios and uh, do the voice work for an NPC. How fun would that be? It's amazing. Of course, I threw my hat to the ring, and clearly I didn't get it. No. But, <laughs> but beyond Good and Evil 2... See, my, uh,
1: I mean, I enjoyed the Ubisoft conference. My biggest, uh, I'll say, pet peeve with it, and it wasn't even really a pet peeve, is I couldn't understand it, the accents. You're, on most of the announcers. You're dirty they're all, American. And I don't <laughs> mean American. that to sound me. They're all French-Canadian. Right. Which, for some reason, is even harder to understand than people
0: from actual France. <laughs> for some odd reason. Uh, okay, so what else we got going on? They um, had more information for Starlink, which I think is awesome as a concept, but, man, that sounds like... Star Fox is in it, and that's what's going to sell it. Yes. That's and, what's going to pull some people in at the very least. Right. Still looks really cool, though. Uh, Trials Rising. Sorry, I...
1: There was, I, That's course, not
0: in my wheelhouse. Well, there was Skull and Bones, that big pirate game, which seems like the most
1: uh, detail-oriented warship game type I've seen. Yeah. But it, I'm not into
0: naval warfare like that. Um, it just doesn't appeal to me. Oh, yeah. And it's different structure, different folks. But it really does seem I, like... I was impressed that, with the detail and the trailer. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah how involved it actually was of course clearly they're not going to skimp on detail a lot of Ubisoft games are very detail heavy as you can see with Well, we'll, we'll get to that game later on at, at, of course they closed with it but uh, yeah, Skull <laughs> I know what Bones, you're talking, I know where you're going yeah, with that Skull and Bones is basically Assassin's Creed Black Flag but they just took the naval combat and just made an entire game out Love of it of the naval combat yeah. yeah. which, hey I thoroughly enjoyed for a while, people were. I know someone we thing. worked with that will. Yeah, it, indeed. There was. Oh. For a while, after AC4 came out, there was some stuff going on Twitter. It was just like the question of the the day, apparently, of what games had the best soundtracks, and I was like, Black Flag, it, because all of the well, audio that you hear or the the music that you hear. It's fun to sing pirate music. It is.
1: Sober or not, it's fun <laughs> to sing. <laughs> you just you get in a large group you really do that's the proper way to do it's it that's the proper way to sing pirate music and it's wonderfully
0: delightful <laughs> it's actually, it can put a oddly, smile on your face yeah you're just like crashing over waves and yo ho ho makes you want to <laughs> go sailing uh, Mario and rabbits DLC Donkey Kong Adventure I enjoyed Mario and rabbits, but I'm done with the game
1: <laughs> uh, I don't like DLC is a great thing these days if it's the right kind of DLC I don't Go back once I finish a game and mm-hmm. DLC comes out at some point way down the line, I I don't know if I've... I think only with one exception, which was The Witcher 3, did I go back and get okay. the DLC and go back
0: into the game. Gotcha. Not yeah. to say the DLC probably isn't good. It's just once you're done with the game, you're kind of There's done There's just with it. so much stuff to play that it's right. hard to
1: go back just for some and DLC. And that's,
0: that's something I've been talking about a lot on the pack. I just, there are plenty of games where oh, Anthem for instance, like within this own this very episode, game looks amazing. Game looks awesome. I will never play it <laughs> because I just simply do not have the time. Uh, Transference, a horror that, game that looks pretty intense. And uh, that was with Elijah Wood, right? Another celebrity backing. Elijah Wood's doing this one. He was involved in the making. Uh, he. They announced this last year. And it looked terrifying. And this is another game that they should package with new underwear. <laughs> Just throw, throw a little coupon code in there for yeah. uh, an online order through Amazon or something The like VR that. version. Yeah. I think it is only VR, so it, it could be. <laughs> uh, the Crew 2, personally, don't care. Yeah, don't even Sorry. remember it. Uh,
1: you forgot about The Division 2 which I don't even want to talk so much about the game as the guy that introduced it. There it it is. It's
0: up higher on my notes list.
1: I mean, the trailer for the... I I didn't play the Division 1. Not really my bag. Mm -hmm. Division 2, I mean, the trailer looked great. Gameplay looked
0: great. It's going to be a great game.
1: I was super distracted by the gentleman, uh, I will say, presenting the game, as it looked like he was wearing two-thirds of a Canadian tuxedo. (laughs) And by that, I mean a denim button-down shirt with a denim jacket over it. But he, well,
0: they are French-Canadian.
1: They are French-Canadian. <laughs> so I was super thrown off by this, and it's all I could think about for almost the rest of the Ubisoft conference. Uh, hey, it's he wasn't wearing, He wasn't wearing jeans, though. He was wearing, it looked like track pants. Also like so, track pants, yeah. yeah. So it was like two-thirds of the Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> which, side note, uh, a gentleman we work with uh, yes. married a Canadian, and I believed I presented the idea of the Canadian tuxedo to him, and he did not know
0: it. What? Uh, I, can't, I haven't looked at him the same way since... His, his wife must know it. His wife is Canadian. I'm super curious. Yeah. Uh, fun story about that. Canadian we, tuxedo. We uh, went to a... We actually went to go see Nightwish here in Albany. Yep. And we all met up at City Beer Hall. Fantastic place. Had some beers, had some... little bit of food before I headed to the concert. And they serve poutine there. Yep. Poutine is fantastic. Once it finally made its way uh, south into the U.S., and his wife, being we were like, "Oh, you must be a big fan of Putin." She's no, I actually, I, I hate it. And we're like, "What? <laughs> what?" And of course, we like, you know, jerk Americans that we are. We have to start grilling her about it. Yep. And turns out the only time she she's is a said, foreigner, she is. Uh, <laughs> welcome to America. She's only here for the green card. Oh, we Jesus. should. Um, we should. We should. We should tell co coworker. Yeah, indeed. But purposely leaving his name out of this, but he'll know who he is. <laughs> turns out the only poutine she had was either, like, fast food poutine or what was served in her school cafeteria. Oh, that sounds...
1: Well, I'm not a fan of poutine in general, but that sounds even worse.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, high school french fries with high school gravy and high school probably not even actual cheese curds so we order a few like our table ordered a round of poutine and like we forced her to try it because again oh, we're man. jerk americans but her reaction was like this is delightful we're like you see how is this not something you were born with in your hand but because again she the only poutine she had was from a school cafeteria which alright yeah. we should probably move on yeah probably we're at like the 30 minute mark yeah. already uh, <laughs>
1: Assassin's Creed Odyssey of course Ubisoft's big
0: Mention and show closer. You know, here's the one thing I was disappointed in. The one thing is that we're going to ancient Greece. And we spent three games with Ezio from Rome. Yep. Or, excuse me, Ezio Auditore de Florenzi. So, Florence. But still, Renaissance Italy. Mm -hmm. Even though he went to Istanbul for one of those. But it's just, I had such a good time in Origins. Origins was fantastic. It was... It's one of my three platinum trophies. They did the right move in taking a year off from the annualization of the series. Completely rebooted it. And we go to a history of a period of time where it's not white people. And I tried to avoid politics on this podcast, but... Yep. It was refreshing to walk through and learn about a history that was not my own. Um, Assassin's Creed Origins was great. Honestly, the best
1: part for, about it for me, other than the advancement from the previous Assassin's Creed yes. games in basically every
0: way, uh, <laughs> was we, like the two to three year break. Yes. It needed it. Yes. Uh, there was a time where I was keeping up with the annualization of it all, and you could see where ideas that they probably should have let go of carried on for an additional year because, well, when you're working on multiple games at the same time, you can't be... And, you can't be agile enough and to that's make my, those corrections.
1: That's my concern with Odyssey. It's going to sell millions of copies. It's going to make them money. Yes. I'm sure it'll be oh, fun no, to play. No question. But, I certainly, but when they introduced it, they're like, we're excited to announce something we've been working on for three years. And if you think about it, uh, Origins came out. I just pulled it up on my phone literally less than a year ago. Jeez. October 2017. Oh. This game's coming out October or November 2018. So clearly, they were both in development at the same at time. At the same time, both in production at the same time. I'm like, how do you? How does that give you a chance to improve? It doesn't. From what you know,
0: gamers have to say about Origins or anything like that. I mean, you can make some last-minute tweaks. That's, but you can't make any fundamental changes. You can make tweaks. That's and about it, though.
1: You know that means they have whatever's next in the pipeline. Oh yeah, it's already in, development. in production. And. Since we're talking about it, uh, there was Assassin's Creed Origins. This one's going to be Odyssey. I have some O words to suggest. Oh, we, okay,
0: so quick break real quick. A quick
1: break, because I want to try to predict the name of the next Assassin's Creed. Because <laughs> they're literally going to put one out every year. Yes. Uh,
0: and the last two started with O words. Okay, we're going to continue I, on. So possible names for Ubisoft to use for the uh, next Assassin's yes, Creed. Yes. That begin with O.
1: Bookmark this. I don't know if you can <laughs> bookmark this, because I'm predicting the future right here. Right. Uh, let's, let's hear it. There's Omnidirectional. Some of these just won't make sense. It doesn't matter. It's though, really it the first words that... First, oh, <laughs> words that came to my mind. Uh, oxidize. Assassin's Creed oxidize. Mm. That kind of sounds
0: cool. Keep, keep those blades clean.
1: Uh, Assassin's Creed oblique. <laughs> I don't know. In. It's not like I understand half the storylines going on anyway. <laughs> Assassin's Creed outback. Maybe they go to Australia. That
0: would be interesting.
1: That could. Uh, Optimum. Assassin's Creed Optimum. uh, Sure. (laughs) Assassin's Creed Occupy. They seem to take over a lot. Well, and they are very political, yeah. Assassin's Creed Oxford. They could go to the university in Europe there, in England. Well, we already had Syndicate. You're really raining on my parade. That's what I do. Okay. (laughs) Assassin's Creed Occult. Ooh, an
0: evil one. That could be interesting. Sure. Uh, Assassin's Creed Oblong. That might take a while to get around to (laughs)
1: I like. I like what you did there. Wordplay. That's good. Right. Assassin's Creed Oblige, where they're just friendly assassins.
0: So Assassin's
1: Creed Canada. There we go. I mean, how many more ideas can they <coughs> really have? All right. Uh, an Assassin's Creed Oculus. I don't know. I saw an article about Oculus. I'm like, hey, that starts with an O. Yes. But if the next Assassin's Creed games turns out to be named after one of those, y- you can. I thank want us. credit. Yes. Uh, I won't also, get
0: royalties, but. Uh, um. Assassin's Creed Ocelot. Ooh, Ocelot.
1: Uh, he walks around with a pet Ocelot the
0: whole time. Right, that's your your uh, familiar or your uh, spirit animal. Yes. As opposed to Senu, the, the eagle. You now have an Ocelot. And also, how about Assassin's Creed Oncology? And you say that the Templars are cancer on society. Ooh, interesting. More <laughs> wordplay. I like it. All right, let's move on. Okay. But first, I need to try to sell you something. Okay. A quick little Audible interlude. So for you, the listeners of Video Game Crosstalk, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash vgxtpod and sign up for your free trial and download one of over 180,000 titles, such as The Warrior Prophet by R. Scott Backer. Look at you selling stuff. Hey, I'm trying to. this is a way to support the podcast because this all takes money. Web hosting, <laughs> not really, web hosting. No, does. Proper editing software, proper microphones, and pretty much anything. I'll- additionally going to drinking money well drinking money yes but uh, getting a vendor table at comic cons which is always a great time which is a great time but does cost money it does printing business cards and other little handouts and whatnot, this all costs money so if you go to audibletrial.com slash pod, sign up for that that is a free way for you to support the podcast and you can cancel it anytime that you want and I'll be checking out excellent checking it out sure (laughs) <laughs> that too. So, moving on. Uh, Sony. Do you yes. want to do Sony last? Because uh, we're, we'll save it for last. We'll, okay. What do you got that we can just burn Be, through? Because I've recently switched over to the the PlayStation side, and I am loving it ever since I did. Welcome. <laughs> uh, really quick. Uh, tell you what, we'll go from the bottom back up. Okay. Little, um,
1: these are your notes. Okay. Uh, Square Enix. Yes. Uh, I was slightly disappointed with Square's. They didn't have much. Presentation, they really didn't have a lot. Uh, I mean, Shadow of the Tomb Raider actually looked fantastic, but it reminded me of uh, the last Uncharted game with the two female leads. Mm,
0: okay. Uh, which but, was a great game. But, I mean, they they have gone gritty with Tomb Raider. They really have. They have darkened that series. They did. Quite uh, a bit, and it I looks was, awesome. It looked, I it looks like I would enjoy it more now than I would have back then. Mm. I never
1: was a big Tomb Raider fan, really. I never really got into it. But uh, after watching the new trailer, I'm thinking of checking out the Shadow of the Tomb Raider that's coming out, yeah.
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Uh, Of course, there was the Final Fantasy XIV expansions, which I don't play.
0: Which are MMOs, and as I've mentioned many a times, many, many a times... Uh, Destiny is my MMO, quasi MMO. I'm a big right Final now.
1: Fantasy fan, but I never got into 14 in the MMO aspect.
0: I've got some friends who, like, that is their jam. Uh, actually, if you go back to Jessica Leary's episode, uh, Coffee Rules Everything Around Me, she openly admits that not only does she pay the additional subscription fee for Final Fantasy 14, but she pays extra. <laughs> so she has more storage space because she's a crafter. Mm hmm. And um, her and a few other people uh, that I've done some gaming with, they pretty much say, yeah, this uh, new expansion is coming out, so I'm going to disappear.
1: I think, uh, yeah. And I think the centerpiece of Square's conference really was Kingdom Hearts 3. Which,
0: my God, has been in development for, for what, so long. what, a decade? Long. When I got into blogging again, God, was that 2010? 2011. It's been a long time. We finally have a release date for it. It's January, right? Uh was it January or February? I
1: don't remember. But it's certainly early twenty nineteen. It was January or February. Right. Yeah. Which
0: you know, it's already been pushed
1: back See, several I, times. I would know it more if I I'm I was I never got
0: into Kingdom Hearts. I tried it out, I couldn't really I, get into it. I played the first one like fifteen something years ago.
1: And they've released and so totally many, like, it. different versions of 1 and 2.
0: I'm like, eh, I yeah, don't like even care. 1.2, 1.5, 2.8.
1: Like 2.8 HD, and I'm like, ah, eh, whatever. But, um... Honestly, the most exciting exciting part of Square's conference for me was this new game they announced, Babylon's Fall. That looked pretty interesting. That looks
0: amazing. Not
1: entirely sure what it's about,
0: but Again, their trailer certainly teaser. had me intrigued. Yeah, yeah just a teaser. Uh,
1: there's Octopath Traveler, which you won't care about because it's coming out on the Switch. Yep, okay, well, so be it. But Square did say they wanted to make a point of trying to come out with more Switch original content, which Good. I am all for. That is
0: great for Nintendo. Nintendo's really picked it up, man. Yeah, they finally have a console that can handle stuff.
1: Yeah they got a console people want to design for.
0: Yes, that, that can actually handle, you know, something more than just, you know, me's. And uh, Square announced Just Cause 4, which looks like, I'm just going to call it chaos. Like a, more
1: a mindless chaos game. Mm-hmm. But let me put it this way. When I went back to look at the E3 sale in the PlayStation Store, mm-hmm. Just Cause 3 was on sale for like $4.50. Boom. Sold. 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 <laughs> That was that's perfect amount of money I want to
0: spend on mindless entertainment. That's right, yeah, that that's appropriate. So speaking of a Nintendo, uh, a lot of their stuff focused on Smash Brothers, which you knew that was coming from yeah. a while ago, which is fantastic. Um, and again, sadly, I do not have a Switch. Ah, so I can take so over this the is Nintendo all you, part. Yep, yeah, it's all you, brother. Uh,
1: I really enjoyed. Did I? I ha- I briefly had a Wii U.
0: <laughs> yeah, Stephanie has a Wii and like we, we, we played On, some of like the Wii Sports stuff yeah, that, I never so. actually bought a Wii
1: uh, I had a Wii U briefly but before that I think the last Nintendo system I had was GameCube Smash Brothers is great it's fun like a lot of Nintendo games it's great if you have people to play with yes like they announced Mario Party the next Mario Party as well those games are awesome if you have someone to play with if you have people to play with mm-hmm. uh what's impressive about this smash brothers surely is just the amount of characters they have in it Mm -hmm. it's a brand new game with every character that they've ever had in the game Mm -hmm. Uh, snake from how do i metal gear solid (laughs) thank you there we go it's just watching him hide under a box is hilarious right but um there's three
0: there was the three different links i'm like
1: maybe we're getting a little <laughs> extensive here in what qualifies. But...
0: We're, we're bringing every... Well, that's the thing. Like, they're bringing everyone. Yeah. They're bringing the whole crew and then they're introducing additional characters and Echo characters, which I guess is if they're close enough to begin with, they kind of do a variant on a theme.
1: Yep. Uh, honestly, I'm behind on my Nintendo Switch games because I've mainly been going back and forth between my PS4 and stuff I've downloaded for that mm-hmm. and my little... Mini Super Nintendo That I've been
0: playing (laughs) Oh man That was hysterical When you got this Little Mini Super Nintendo I am still pumped up About it Uh, There are a bunch Of games out there The Mini SNES Is basically The best of The Super Nintendo era Yep the only differences would be your what personal a, preferences
1: yeah and uh, so far i've cranked out super mario rpg which was delightfully wonderful it was great and final fantasy 3 one of the greatest games of all time it really is though uh i mean i jumped into the series at seven so and we've talked about this many times before yeah. basically where you jump into the final fantasy series usually ends up being your favorite of right. the series uh between
0: which, uh, six seven and eight yeah and well, 6 or 3 slash yes, 6. Yes, 3 slash 6. We are in America. America. America.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, 3 was fantastic, or if you want to call it 6, that's fine. 7 is still my favorite because that's where I jumped in. Right. And I understand that even more now. But, I mean, it's, it's
0: still a great game. There's no question about it. Oh, no, that. it
1: was wonderful. I, st- I still put in I, almost 60 hours on it. For a Super Nintendo game, that's, that's ridiculous. Huge.
0: That is huge. huge. But I just love that you would and give not, me. And now that I think updates. about it, yes,
1: <laughs> you would give me <laughs> I, I'd come updates. over to you Go in ahead. the <laughs> office and tell you, yeah, I'm at this point, and then you'd come back telling me I need to do this, 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 and this, literally in that order. You knew when it was still coming. This game's 27 years old.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you what you're gonna run into. Make and sure you honestly, use this. the biggest
1: part of the nostalgia for me, I think, was maybe just having a four-play or four-button controller. <laughs> oh, like this is so nice, not having to worry about like eight buttons. Yeah. touchpad
0: I mean you still had the bumpers up top yeah. but that was before we even Those... had names of bumpers
1: the L and R or... buttons on the top of the controller were not used in that game
0: then you did not use Sabin enough
1: oh okay <laughs> maybe I didn't there... <laughs> you got 13 14 characters it's hard to keep track of everybody
0: yeah his mantras definitely used the uh, RL, RL a few times okay or his his blitzes excuse yeah. me Anyway, yeah, again, going back 27 years, apparently yeah. I still have this entire game memorized. But of
1: course, they uh, they also talked about some Xenoblade Chronicles 2 down, DLC stuff. Yep. Uh, I still got to go back and play Xenogears 2, or Xenoblade 2. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, Xenoblade looks like Honestly, I'm just waiting series. for it to go on sale, which Nintendo games don't usually go on sale a whole lot. Not really. No. Not
0: really. All right. So Nintendo's doing it. Mean, we'll
1: mostly skip Microsoft.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, they released so many games.
1: Uh, well, we, what, were the,
0: what were their actual originals? There was Halo Infinite. There was Gears of War 5. Okay. So Halo Infinite just looks like a nondescript Halo game. Yeah. and I'm honest, sure it's going to be amazing, but For it's,
1: Microsoft, all of their first persons just blend together for me. I...
0: Yeah, after a while, Halo is just Halo with different yeah. backgrounds. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp... Don't remember that one. Um, looks beautiful. I see the next game you have listed there, though, that I want to talk about. Oh, Sekiro.
1: Do Shadows die twice. Uh, this was introduced during Microsoft's conference. Of course, it's not a Microsoft exclusive, thank God, because <laughs> nothing really is. Not really. Now.
0: Launch exclusive. Uh,
1: my actually, my only beef was this. With this was, I remember back at the Game Awards back in December, they did from Software, who makes this game, did a quick twenty-second preview. With just like a. Bo- an arm. just the bones of an arm switching to like a blade at the end. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. thought it was Bloodborne 2. I thought it was Bloodborne 2. I was so pumped up. And they're like, and then not, they, Bloodborne, not 2. Bloodborne 2. Not Bloodborne 2. Like, son of a. <laughs> ah! And then the more I watched the preview, I'm like, you know what? This looks pretty freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, well, it is from the developers of Dark Souls, so. It's the the vein is
1: there. I'm, and I'm curious to see how they take that Dark Souls and Bloodborne mentality and apply it to the samurai setting that they have now. It's, it's going to be brutal. It is. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be so brutal. I don't know if they're still going to... For the love of God, I don't understand why taking a pause screen
0: out of a game is so important <laughs> to them. Because it makes it that much more difficult. No, it you doesn't. You get no rest. I just need a... Just put in a freaking pause screen. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh. so... Uh... Expanding on the world of Life is Strange, which if you're into like the Telltale story, oh, the Adventures of Captain Spirit, Adventures of Captain Spirit. Spirit. So, when I was recapping everything, I saw the notes here. I'm like, Adventure that look sounds. Stupid, bit, but you watch the trailer for it, and it makes perfect sense. I didn't play any of the,
1: I didn't play the first Life is Strange. Is two out yet, or is it coming out? I don't remember. I believe
0: it is, and I did play, like, the first few chapters of Life is Strange. Again, uh, one-year-old, so my time is kind of uh, tapped, yeah. shall we say. But this takes place in the same universe, so that's awesome. Yep. And it follows a kid And his imagination. It looked pretty interesting. I'll give him that for sure. It is going to be gut-punching you in the feels, I am sure. I don't know what tragedy is going to befall this kid, but something will. Uh, Based on the trailer, his mother must have passed away. And he's now living with his dad, who apparently has a drinking problem. Because you do hear him say, You're drinking already, Dad? And his dad's reply is, I don't need to be lectured by a 14- or 12-year-old or something like that.
1: Isn't that what kids drive their dads to do? Well, <laughs> we're getting there.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're here we're, on an afternoon. <laughs> doing some day drinking, Yes, yeah. But that looks like it's going to be amazing. Crackdown 3 is Crackdown 3. Yep. It is everything you expect it to be. Uh, Metro Exodus. Oh, I wish I got into the Metro games.
1: I, I don't it, really know anything about them. The trailer looks good. But I don't have an Xbox or anything, so I don't pay much attention
0: to basically their whole presentation. Right. So uh, we're going to skip down a little bit. We Happy Few looks very, I don't, if you like story-driven games, this is going to be for you. Okay. Uh, Definitely a dystopia along the lines of, like, I think it's called A Brave New World. The book, I can't remember offhand, okay. but you're forced to take drugs to make you happy. And, of, of course, course, everything. Yeah, yeah okay. actually, yeah, pretty much. Uh, moving on. Black Desert Online, another huge MMO. Looks like it's, it, it's been PC only. looks like it's coming to the Xbox.
1: I wish Cuphead would come to. I see you have Cuphead there. Yep. A I delicious
0: wish. last course.
1: I wish that would come to PlayStation. Oh, man. I mean, uh, near Automata is going to Xbox, why can't Cuphead come to PlayStation? Hey, let's do it up. Exactly. Devil May Cry 5. It, it now, piqued my interest because I've played most of the games, but okay. to the extent that it's more of that mindless,
0: I, violence-driven, I, yeah. just fun... When I first picked up my PlayStation, I did pick up Devil May Cry DMC, which apparently is like the black sheep of the entire Devil May Cry that's, series. I think that's the last one I played. And, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it started to get... It gets repetitive. It gets very repetitive for my style and my tastes. It's all about how to link up amazing looking combos, which is entertaining. That's basically the point of the game, yeah. But, But my play style is being, like, somewhat tactical and figuring out something that works and then using that as, like, a method to move through the game. Yep. So using the same method over and over again does not it actually works against you as far as player progression is concerned? Mm-hmm. Because you get more points or more upgrade whatever when you're able to mix up your different styles and get creative with things. Yeah. Like no, I this is how I'm playing my character as. I think the big one right at the end there. Oh yes, oh yes. CD Projekt Red quote hacked end quote the Microsoft presentation right at the end, and they gave a full feature-length trailer for Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077. Ooh. It looked delightfully delicious. Oh, this is going to be... Which I feel like I've already said, but... Yeah, delightful is a big um, word of yours. <laughs> it is.
1: It is today. I've described all Many of our things as this way,
0: really. As delightful. But Cyberpunk, this is my jam. I have not played a proper cyberpunk game that really scratched that itch since Shadowrun for the SNES oh wow yeah we're going that far back Deus Ex is very cyberpunk and I have enjoyed it thoroughly but it's I don't know how to describe it it's not there's not enough low lives in it is basically the way I can describe okay. it cyberpunk you are a lowlife and there is high end technology freaking everywhere there is yeah, so basically, what I needed was like more. <laughs> I needed more drug use. I needed more vulgarity. I needed more chaos. Uh, Deus Ex is a little too controlled. It to scratch that particular. Uh, edge.
1: Deus Ex was fun, but Cyberpunk looks like it's going to take that certainly to the next level. Oh
0: yeah, and, and
1: way beyond. Way beyond. Uh, and much respect for CD Projekt Red. If you were smart enough to catch any of that hacking interlude before mm-hmm. they started the trailer oh yeah this there's is cool. free codes to download the witcher 3 on xbox game of the year editions oh, 20 man. codes I think there were some other easter eggs mixed in there oh probably uh just a cool company that puts out
0: quality shit yeah and exactly <laughs> exactly all right, we need to keep Let's this keep this thing moving. Move on to Sony. Uh, uh, we're getting to towards Sony. your time limit here. Right I, now. I'm trying to keep these things close. There's a lot of... We're clearly going to go over an hour of this. But, all uh, right, so Sony. Hell of a way to start their presentation. Uh, nothing's going to... The Sony presentation was good. Uh,
1: entertainment-wise, I mean, they had some good trailers. Overall, I thought entertainment-wise, it was a little lack, a little boring. The trailers themselves were good. It's a toss-up between Bethesda and Sony for me for what I liked Mm -hmm. overall presentation-wise better. Sony's presentation last year, the highlight for me was... Well, last year, Microsoft's big thing was promoting or introducing the Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. Most powerful machinery ever to grace a video game. Yes, yes, yes. Which it is. It it is. No, I'm not debating that. Yes, yes, it is. It's more powerful than the PlayStation 4 and things like that. But... Uh, I can't remember the Sony guy's name he came out last year and the greatest thing I've ever seen in the history of E3 he basically gave an FU to Microsoft by saying yeah that's great but it's all about the games and then was we'll an it was just an hour <laughs> of awesome game trailers
0: <laughs> and to this end Sony outsells Microsoft every month since basically yeah ever since the launch of the Xbox One Markov has been playing catch up and still losing yeah. But as far as this year's
1: Sony presentation, I was certainly impressed. Uh, they had touched on the big four, like you knew and said they were going to do right. with The Last of Us 2, which they basically... I mean, they rebuilt it from Ellie's perspective, combat-wise, story-wise, and everything from what I've been reading. Yep. Uh, the trailer was just mind-blowing. Well,
0: mind-blowing is strong. It was amazing. Yeah, so... There's, like, way too much to discuss in have you that trailer. F- have you
1: finished the first Last of Us yet? No.
0: Uh. I know. I need... What I need to do is put down no, Destiny 2, which I is mean, the next trailer that you're, came it's in.
1: It's been... Fi- <laughs> there was. I saw a tweet the other day with the five-year anniversary of The Last of Us. Like, we're beyond spoilers. Uh, yeah, we're, we're well stuff beyond.
0: Yeah, we're well beyond. That should be expected.
1: Yes. So, if somebody wants to spoil the end of The Last of Us for Anthony... <laughs> I don't want to be the one to do it, but feel free to go ahead. Not while you're sitting next to me, anyway? No. Uh, but the other highlight for me was Ghost of Tsushima.
0: Oh, that's going to be so good. Tsushima. However you want to pronounce it, I guess. Yeah, Tsushima. Yeah. Um, it's going to be amazing. Like the From the first announcement trailer, like we knew this is going to be something special. It's coming out... Was it Sucker Punch? It's Sucker Punch. Announced. Makers of makers of
1: oh i can't remember the name of... of the games they were fun infamous there In- it yes, is
0: <laughs> infamous too, i thoroughly enjoyed okay i uh again i got into the playstation bandwagon a little late, so but i did play second son and my one big prediction going
1: into this e3 was that the sony presentation would come and go and i would still not know what the hell death stranding was about which is clear and, that, and that proved true yes uh um, they, they had, like, their, was it somewhere between, like, seven-minute trailer for it. It was a long trailer. It was literally just a guy, who, for the most of it, walking with the amount of stuff he's carrying on his back just increasing. And we just don't know. Now, there was a few points where it looked like there were some small wheeled robots behind him. He's there got was, some, like, clapping antenna. Yeah. That's, that's the best that's way to describe it. somehow powered by a baby and a liquid. And uh,
0: I'm, an invisible monster. I'm in. I'm face palming right now. Yeah,
1: and I'm, what is going on? <sighs> no idea. Uh, uh, they did uh, bring up Neo 2, which I played about two hours of the first Neo. Like I can't do it anymore. I can't take it. <laughs> a little too punishing. It's too pun. It's just, maybe it's a great game. I find it just too stupid. <laughs> I hated doing the same thing and over and over again. I hated not being able to pause it.
0: It's, like, okay. it's the
1: same reason I haven't gotten into Dark Souls. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: for some reason, I loved Bloodborne. <laughs> but I was on the verge of breaking the freaking CD okay. when I first started playing the game until I finally leveled up so I could play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Spider Man, which I am super pumped for awesome. and is coming out in a few months. If you
0: are a fan of Spider Man in general, you are going to love this game. There's no question about that. No question. Uh, and, of course, my my current sickness, my current addiction Destiny, right
1: now. The Destiny 2 expansion, right?
0: Forsaken, yes. arcade 6 that's popped in the head. And so, if This if, is all you. I don't if, know anything about if Destiny. If you know nothing about Destiny, this, I mean, it looks tragic. It looks dark and gritty. But the emotions in this I mean, this the trailer looks trailer, pretty cool. Oh, man. F- f- tempers flaring isn't even the word for it. It's not even the word for it. It's Prince Aldrin who stole the Ace of Spades from K6, shot his ghost, shot him down, and walked away with his fallen baron. And, of course, that's all gibberish to you. It is. I'm
1: just sitting here drinking my beer (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) But if you have been playing Destiny for any length of time, uh, tempers are flaring right now. Tempers are absolutely flaring. Uh, What else did you want to touch on? What? that pretty much brings us to the end. We've, we've Wrapping it up this. here, we're at the hour mark or so. Yeah. Uh, what's your, We'll wrap this up real quick. What's your best of show? Uh, what
1: am I most pumped up for? It's hard to say it's Elder Scrolls six considering they only had a 20-second clip of even flying over mounds. Just the 20-second even really. Clip. In, that was enough to get me uh, a little excited. Excellent. Uh, but as far as playable games coming out in the near future,
0: probably goes to Tsushima. Okay. Tsushima. Or Spider-Man. <laughs> so you have uh, multiple for your yeah. game of show. Okay. Uh, for me, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, Absolutely yes. Cyberpunk. Which I
1: think they are, they might be the ones that take home the game of the show, I think. I forgot to I, look it up. I wouldn't be surprised I, I haven't not looked at all. It, But that I will certainly be playing it. It is a hell of a trailer, it first is. I I can't imagine, and I forgot, it's going to be ridiculously larger than The Witcher 3 was. <laughs> which
0: is also mind-blowing to begin with. Right. Oh, man. All right. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Time for end of show plugs. You can follow me, Anthony DeRossi, on Twitter, Instagram, PS4, and Twitch at Hypersyntax, H-Y-P-3-R-S-I-N-T-4-X. Or you can follow the podcast directly either at Twitter at VGXTpod or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Or visit the website. And I really need to rewrite you, this you, outro. Wow, you were burning through this. You had <laughs> to sit in here next out. to You, you really <laughs> took in that breath to try to keep going. <laughs> Uh, VideoGameCrosswalk.com. So, as for my friend and oh, my, is guess- my turn? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Where can our beautiful listeners follow you around? Oh, uh,
1: you can certainly find stories from a bar on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at Stories F A B Stories Fab, Sorry which sure. coincidentally just worked out. That <laughs> was not part of the plan when I named it Stories from a Bar.
0: Yeah. And once again, this is it's quite the handle. Yeah, it is quite the handle. Uh, it's not too hard to handle. I'm a lot to handle. <laughs> And this is actually like part two, basically. Yeah, and this so, is part two of what we've done today. So if you so, came over from Stories from a Bar, thank you for hanging out with us. Go and,
1: and check, or if you haven't, go and listen to episode four of Stories from a
0: Bar. It is all beer it's and beer dad and jokes. beer and dad jokes. And really, like, I'm serious. That's all it is, beer it is. and dad jokes. It was great.
1: It's a fun time. Uh, and personally, you can find myself on Twitter at Osborne 83 And
0: I think that's all I got. All right. And finally, if you are a gamer or know a gamer that wants to talk some tech and science news, let me know. Do you know some tech news that you'd like to hear discussed? Do you have any general questions you'd like to hear answered on the show? Send an email to videogamecrosstalk at gmail.com and let me know the deets of what's going down. Please don't forget to like, review, subscribe, and share this podcast all over your social media accounts and we can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Hey, same thing with stories from a bar. Indeed. Same places. <laughs> share, review, do share, all that same stuff do that you just that. said. Because really, uh, rating and posting a review for a podcast It helps the podcast get known and ranked and shown on other people's feeds and whatnot. It does. So, again, it's another way. It costs zero cents or dollars. No, and if you don't do it, you're you're just lazy. (laughs) So give us a like review and all that fun stuff. And a final shout out to Fort Orange Brewing here. Indeed, for letting us hang out for so long just jibber-jabbering into microphones. Uh, And their delicious, delicious beers. Again, it's been delightful. (laughs) Oh, man. So... Closing this up in the words of Anthony Bourdain. Oh, yes. Meals make the society hold the fabric together in lots of ways that were charming and interesting and intoxicating to me. The perfect meal, or the best meals, occur in a context that frequently has very little to do with the food itself. R.I.P.